What you see is what you get. You are a meathead. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, listen, just one more thing. Um... And it would have been mine if it hadn't been to those meddling kids. God'll get you for that. Hey, What it do? What the business is, man? We appreciate you guys dropping down on the feed. Did a little tease on the On Deck TV podcast. For those that don't know, I am Spike Lou. Welcome you guys to Canaan Academy. We're playing off a of snow school. You guys tapped in for the snowfall review podcast that we dropped on a weekly basis after those episodes went off we want to do the same thing for raising canaan we're calling it canaan academy and this feed will eventually just tackle all things tv and our culture but here we got canaan academy that we're starting with again giving you a review of everything raising canaan starting with these first five episodes fellas I got guests in the house. I got my boys with me that always break the TV down. Fellas, introduce yourself while I pull up the show notes. <laughs> it's your man, Big Jeff, for the Full Sport Press Podcast and 808s to Chill Shots Podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. What's going on, good people? It's your boy, S. Wash from the Cashmere and Cognac Podcast coming soon. Yeah, Wash. Uh, looking forward to it, man. So let's get it. Yeah, wash. wash nickname. <laughs> and if you guys did not know, I am Spike Lou. We welcome you from the On Deck TV podcast, Realville Media, giving you guys the latest and the greatest in the culture. Shout out to everybody that's tuned in, man. You guys are power fans, so I'm doing this for y'all. Oh my Especially God. you, Big Joe. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Y'all know, know my bag of TV that I get into, and it's not this. <laughs> right. yeah. Usually yeah. not this. That's a fact. But while we're waiting on Succession to come back and oh, Yellowstone man. and those shows, we got Raisin Canaan. And I play, <laughs> I joke around a little bit. I love to see black people on TV. I love our stories. You guys were, like I said, fans of the power show a lot more so than I was. What was the expectation coming in to raising Canaan? Watch, we start with you. Yeah, my expectation was really just to get the entire backdrop of Canaan, uh, meaning his background, how he came up. When did it turn from Canaan, the teenage kid, to the guy we met um, in the Power series? So that's really what I was excited to see, or, or that's what I am excited to see. Nice. Like for me, to me, this was probably this was the one that one of the spinoffs that, he, that, could, that could go to worst because this one mm. did not have any foundational characters other than one. Right. The main mm -hmm. character is Kanan, but it doesn't it doesn't play off Ghost or Ghost's kids or Tasha or Tommy or anybody else. This is a mm -hmm. basically a brand new character group. I mean, of course, yeah. Jim but Jukebox didn't play a heavy, uh, a heavy character in the, in the Power series, but she's every episode of this one, right? So, right. This is, so this was the one I was, I was like, okay, this can go left, or this could be the, just crack. And I'm happily, I'm happy with what we're hey, doing. Right it's crack. It. Yeah, it's crack. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into if it can go left and be crack. Me, I was looking for where this nigga got the fireproof retardant skin to get out of here. <laughs> 
<laughs> to get out of that warehouse that he made it out of when I stopped watching Power. No. We're going to get there season two, season three. We'll get there. Hopefully we'll find out when he turned into a mutant and was able to get out of those fire, <laughs> the fire warehouse. But uh, you guys hyped me up for this. Um, again, coming off of Snowfall, needed some good black TV on here. And I like the story. I like the uh, watch. You, you put me on the presentation in the group chat. I like where it's set. I like that time, that era. That story being told is always good to me, like paid in full. This isn't in Harlem, though. This is in Queens. So I like the different perspectives mm -hmm. in the different time frame. And if I'm just going off what I've seen so far, being a heavy critic of the Power series, it's not that bad. This ain't that bad at all, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that don't sound like a backhanded compliment. Because that ain't what I mean. They're actually doing a good job, though. This is a, this is a great, this is, uh, well, great is a strong word. But it's a strong start to <laughs> than I thought it would be. How do you guys feel about it being Power fans? Big Jeff, I know you said you, you were going to tell us. I, so here's the thing. Power when it started was great because if you remember back then, this is almost what, seven years ago now, I think man, it was, it was empire. It was pie. Like, empire was mm. a car wreck. Every show. No. Do you guys every remember show. empire? Um, I'm just, I'm just using it as an example. Yeah. Empire was a, it was a car crash. Every show, something had to, something dramatic had to happen and they go to commercial break. Power was so dope because it took its time and developed characters and developed mm. the relationship with ghost and Angel. You know what I mean? Like, you saw that. What I like about this show is every episode is slow. Like you uh -huh. really are getting to know these characters and where they stand. And it's not a car crash. Every Like the thing about Tariq in Power Book 2, it was a car crash every show. Somebody yeah. was dying. Like he was in school. The teacher was sleeping with the students. Like it was all bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that because it was just a continual it was the it was a month later after ghost died so i get it it had to keep going but with this they got to hit the reset button that's why i mm. like it that's an interesting point the the slowness that you mentioned because i have that in my notes here as well but i think that it hinders the show in the tense moments because the pace doesn't change like to give an example in one of the episodes when they were when your man was circling the block and Omar Epson was staking him out, like that was supposed to be a tent scene, like the drugs the, they told, she told him what a drug spot was. Spoiler alert. Uh, 100% <laughs> we're spoiling this. If you guys haven't seen episodes one through five, please cut this off right now. This is not the podcast for you. Oh no. <laughs> when she uh, told them about the, what a stash was going to drop Omar Epson staking him out. I agree with you. I like the pacing of the slow sometimes, but I don't think that it catches up with itself in those moments that are supposed to be tense. Another one was when Tariq got robbed at the stash spot. It just didn't hit. It wasn't tense. It was still slow. And I'm whoa, 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 time, whoa, time out, man. We're not about to slander this man. Kanan. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't Tariq. Kanan got robbed. my bad. You're right. You're right. My bad. Good catch. Good catch. I definitely called him Tariq. Yeah, when Kanan got robbed in the stash spot, it was kind of moving too slow. So I think that affect the pacing and the, the, mm. the suspense factor of it. But I mean, it is okay in some parts as well. I was gonna, I was gonna ask y'all really quickly, man. Did y'all watch Ballers with uh, with the route? I tried, yes. man. On stars, I, did. I tried. I did. First, yeah, they, I did did you first... notice that this is the? Um, David Washington's character, uh, his best friend. That that's that's the that's Marvin. Mm, that's, that's Marvin and Canaan. I did not know. Well, yes, I watched a lot of it. Right. So so it's, yeah. So if you've seen Ballers, uh, David 
John mm-hmm. David Washington's character was was the football player. Right. right. He had like a little buddy or flunky or whatever you want to call him. Yeah. That was his homeboy. That's that's Marvin in in uh Canaan. Huh. Dang. Yeah. I didn't even peep that. He done lost yeah. weight and everything. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That and of course, you know, he has a high low, he has a high top fade now. He definitely, definitely. has a high top fade. <laughs> right, but but you know what? It, it it made me think about it though, because he he played a jackass so well in ballers. I was oh, like, wait. man, this dude reminds me of somebody. Man. No, 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 no. That's not David. That's not David Washington's best friend. It's the other football dude. The, the other, okay, you're right. The, you're the, right. the lineman dude, uh, the dude that played the lineman for the Cowboys. Is his is his manager slash cousin. You're right. Cousin, you're right. Right. You're right. Right. You're right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Same, yeah, same, yeah. same show. Same show. Same show. Same show. Yeah. You're right. Same show. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I thought I thought that was cool. Cause I'm like, man, this dude, he has a knack for playing a playing a dick. He got the jerk down. Right. He got the jerk down. You're talking about her brother, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, the brother, yeah Mark, with, brother. With, with the white brother. chick, her older brother. Yeah, yeah with the, the white chick and the dog. Okay, yeah, I do vaguely remember him on a couple of episodes that I watched because he was in there early. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, that makes sense. They, and again, this is a good cast. I always like to see we joke yeah. in the beginning of it, black people on TV, um, going into the episodes and the characters. Speaking of uh, Marvin, I'll lead it off with some of my favorite characters. Marvin is up there. Uh, I like the way that he carried himself. Great comic relief in the episodes. Yeah. And um, I think that that's my left field pick and my layup pick. And I'm sure you guys will probably speak on this too when I ask you about your favorite characters in these first five episodes. To uh, Rocky is killing it. She Rocky, is yeah, body. Yeah, she, yeah, she's killing it. She yeah. is playing a awesome role in this and if you guys would want to speak on her in this i'll pull up her name and stuff and give you guys some stats on nah um that was she's pivotal because if she didn't capture you with as much screen time as she has in this show the show would have been trash it's trash right they had that's the one character i think of course kane is the main character but i think with the mom playing the role of trying to keep him out the way and trying to school him mm-hmm. at the same time. If she wasn't believable, if she was trash, man, this show was done from the start. Done from the start. Yeah. So they knocked it, they knocked it out the park. Like with her, with her. Like definitely. Um another character I think Tina Miller. That's her name. Yeah. Another character I think that's killing is Joey Badass. Like he Neek. Yeah. yeah, Neek is he's he's two for two. Lately, like that short film he did about waking up every morning. This on have y'all seen it on Netflix where he wakes up every yeah. day and the cop kills him another way. Yeah, <laughs> every uh, time he wakes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, I, I think Van Lathan is an executive producer on that. One yeah, of them. So too, Van writes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he definitely writes. He bodies that role, and then he comes here and he's killing this one as well. Joey Badass. I'm not a. I'm not the most. I'm not the biggest fan of his rap career, but. This right here, he's nah, he's he's in the role. He's killing this. So those probably my mom's, Rock and Neek, and then of course Omar Epps. I'm gonna give Omar Epps some props too. Yeah, I like where this is gonna go. In a complete moment of transparency here, <laughs> having a hip hop podcast, I was wondering, looking at the casting thing, I'm like, damn, where's Joey Badass? At? I didn't <laughs> even realize. I ain't even really. Let me tell you who I thought Joey Badass was. <laughs> I thought he was the nigga that got killed by uh, my man from Snowfall. By Lulu? 
Yeah, oh I thought God. he was the nigga that got killed by Lulu. Damn, man. <laughs> nah, man. Look, I'm like, man, this nigga Joey Badass did the grand. Uh, they shouldn't even put him in the credits. Right. Scene and shit grand like opening, that, grand closing. Huh? And I'm gonna, meanwhile, I'm about to shit on the nigga that's the villain, Neek, too. And I'm like, man. <laughs> but no, I don't think he's doing a good job, though. I like his style. Like, he's dressed well. He just, yeah. I'm not buying it, bro. I don't buy Neek being the tough guy. <laughs> It's, it's a lot. And now yeah. I understand. Now it makes sense why, though. It was like something was bugging me the whole time when he in there cutting the nigga ear off and, and, and yeah. trying to be the tough guy and just how he carrying himself. I'm like, I just don't buy this. And now I know why. Because that's Joey fucking badass. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Nick, Nick, horrible, Nick isn't one sense. of my favorites. He's not one of them. I'd, I'd, I'd say one of my favorites uh, is Lulu. Mm. Man. Uh, Re- Re- reason being is because he's a soldier. He's the cool guy. He's a cat. He- he'll also crack your skull too. Uh, he hey, so far he knows how to treat the ladies. He's just mm-hmm. got to do it at all right now. Yeah. So hundred percent turnaround from the snowfall character. For this yeah, yeah. I-, I think they had something to do with it too. Because snowfall, he and was a, uh, Malcolm Mays, right? That's his name, Malcolm Mays. Yeah. Yeah. Great job in this. I agree with you as that watch, man. He's bodying. I love the Lulu character, man. Yeah. A little too laid back for me sometimes, but I see what they're doing, trying to make him the complete opposite of Marvin. Exactly. And the fight, the fight in uh episode five was great. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And let that's me tell real you, brother shit right there. That, yeah. That's why yeah. I loved yeah. it though. That's yeah. what made that good. Because yeah. in some other dramatic shit, they would have the police would have got out and it would have been yeah. a big thing. Somebody went to jail. Nah, we brothers, we finna fight because you disrespecting me. Then we're gonna stop before it gets too serious. And next scene, we right here together getting money. I love that. That was dope to me. Don't sleep yeah. on Jukebox either, though. Jukebox is killing it. I like I like I like her character. I like what I like what that character represents for this time period. For her to be, you know, for her sexuality to be what it is in this time period, yeah, and for her to deal with that, and she can sing, but she's about to, she about the other life too, and they doing the low thing because we all know Polo was crazy back then. It was definitely the low lives and all that. So representing all that, man, I think her character is real dope for it right there. Yeah, yeah man. For the people, yeah, and, and, and I was the, just gonna say real quick, guys. I mean, if if you notice, we we've, we've been talking about this show for a little while. None of us have mentioned. Canaan, it just goes to show already, already the. But yeah, you you can look at it that way, or Mm -hmm. you can say already the character development of the others. Yes, is already standing out because to me, jukebox storyline is is the best to me so far for the same reasons Jeff just mentioned. It was is the storyline is ahead of its time, but you do know it's something that was happening back in the late eighties, early nineties. So fill me in on jukebox though. Like, what was she doing in the future power world? Yeah, see, I, yeah, that, that's that's the part I hate that you didn't you didn't get to. Yeah, because y'all are losing me. Because I tell you what, <laughs> yeah. looking at it from my end, not knowing what she plays out into, I'm like, why are they showing this? Like, I, yeah, it, it yeah, really man. doesn't give a lot of like. I get the low life and trying to add that to it. I, I know that there was an era in New York, and I also understand, like you said, uh, her sexuality. I'm not mad at that at all, Jeff, and them adding that into the storyline. I'm. I'm it's needed for that time it's period for what was going on. It's layers, but yeah, man. The music stuff is what I'm having a problem with with her and Lulu. I don't I, like, bro. I don't come on. Like, is it because of the time thing. frame? Is because it's everybody like, was it's rapping? The time frame. Okay. Yeah, think about it. Like that's that's the that's post Ron DMC 
uh, Public Enemies popping, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, rap, LL Cool J. LL Cool, of course, LL Cool J. What about that? Of course, LL Cool J. Rap is the biggest shit in North in, in New York that you've ever seen at that point. What's and that? now, and now everybody is just how it was in Nashville, Lou, or how it was in how it is in Atlanta. When everybody's rushing to get a studio, everybody's a record company, everybody's mm-hmm. a and R, everybody's a producer. It's starting to be that now because everybody feel like this is their way out, and they factor in the music in another just another way out. Yeah, that's fair, and and I get the point in the sense of trying to be relevant in that time frame as to the storytelling yeah. what i don't like from just a series standpoint and, and enjoying tv i feel like that this is one of those throwaway plots like the mu i'm i know that this music stuff is not going to play a big factor in Kanan's life because i've seen him in power i know that nigga right. don't end up rapping i know he's not an executive so it, it's it's like those shows when when you when you have their fourth or fifth this is like a fourth or fifth tier storyline I get it. It makes sense, but it doesn't add anything to the overall story yet. And it may be coming right. up. I may be jumping the gun a little right. bit, but I think that goes to know, like I said, I don't really know Jubox story because I haven't seen her <laughs> later in power. Yeah, hey, man. In power, I mean, when she reappears in power, well, I'll just say this. Our initial introduction to Jukebox, when we see her in power, we don't think it has anything to do with music. I'm not even thinking about a, the right girl here. Because oh no, no, you think about the right girl. It's just yeah. in power. She becomes was she a, a nurse. Was she a nurse or something in power? Like no, did she you was, go to her crib after he got shot or some shit? No, no, she was a cop. Yeah. Okay, and she set up. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I remember because she had the girlfriend <laughs> and shit in power. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember. I remember. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. you hey, but she's a stone cold. Killer. That sure yeah. is her. Okay, okay. I'm putting two and two. <laughs> and that, and what? Who is who played jukebox as an adult? It was so, uh not Janelle Monet. It was uh, Janelle. Monet. She she was in she was in Dreamgirls. Oh, but Janelle Monet. What is it? Was I? No, was not Janelle, Janelle Monet. Really? No, no, no. It was it was Janelle Monet. It was uh I'm pulling it up right now, man. While I'm you're pulling that up, another yeah, thing I'm that we could talk about. I'm gonna go in and put it out here, and it's gonna hurt us. Because we're of a certain generation, and it hurt me to even say this, fellas. Has Omar Epps lost it? <laughs> it's over, now, dude. Like, yeah, I've been, I've been here. Man. Noni been Rose, Anika Noni Rose. That's what it was. Anika, Anika Noni Rose. Anika yeah. Noni Rose. Now that yeah. we have that out of the way, let's address the elephant in the room with Omar Epps, dude. <laughs> Nigga can't act no more. <laughs> no, nah, man. Damn, he's supposed to be the best. Come on, guys. He's supposed to be the best person in this series, and he he right there with Joey Badass. <laughs> okay, he right now, there with Joey okay, Badass. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's really really dissect Omar Epps as an actor, though. Right. What is his don't don't you performance? do this to my child? What's his standout performance? Uh, he got carried in high learning. He got carried in love and basketball. He got carried in love and basketball. Oh, um, oh, what we talking about here? It's my man. And LL stole the show in Nah, Jay Reed is best performance, man. LL stole the show in there. That ain't Jay Reed right there on the screen that I'm looking at, man. It really is, though. That ain't Jay Reed, bro. Jay Reed was, Jay Reed did his thing. This nigga right here? Nah. Man, man. think about the last time you saw Omar else before this, that movie with uh, Nia Long. 
Dude, he was trash. What movie? Right. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what it is. That was such a trash movie when he alone. <laughs> <laughs> running with that, he played the he played the uh the the disgruntled uh, yeah, sidekick yeah, bipolar yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, if I seen that. Oh, it was a Netflix thing right before the pandemic hit. It was. It oh was no, I know thing. I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> I I hey, hey, that. hey, man, and, and you know it's funny. It actually became successful because people were de- were dogging it. Mm-hmm. They just had to go see. It was that bad that people. Oh, had it, to was, watch it was like a Tyler Perry movie. It was so people, bad on Netflix. Yeah. It's like mm. man, this can't be that bad. So yeah, it, it actually did well from a streaming standpoint. Yeah, it was bad though. That was oh, it was bad. This it was, basically, it was basically the the Fatal Attraction movie over for the fifteenth time. I do remember that? I remember yeah. that now. He, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember that. But that, I mean, that goes to it though. Like you trying to shit on him earlier, saying that he ain't really got like he was. He was the more he was the Morris Chestnut. He, this is the equivalent. Like no. it's the same thing. No, no, no! Don't do him like that. Morris, the same Morris, thing. Morris, Morris Chestnut. Oh, my Epps the same thing. Oh, my Epps can be Ricky, bro. He couldn't do Ricky. He cooked in higher learning, though. He cooked in higher learning. Yeah, he was high in a higher learning. What's his name? Malik? What's Malik? Ice Cube. Like Ice Cube. And, and, Ice Cube and, carried it. Ice Cube carried how? And learning. Michael Rappaport. Don't you do and Michael, Michael Rappaport. Rappaport. That whole day. I guess everybody was, carried on my hips. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Next thing you going to tell me Tyra Banks carried him in that room. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. I ain't going to do him that bad. I ain't going to do him any kind of way now. But to the point, though, I just don't. I expected a little bit more out of Omar Epps, man. That cop character, I feel like, could be a lot better. It's giving me, let me tell you the vibes it is giving me. Did you guys watch uh, the show on Showtime, City on a Hill? It's giving me those vibes. Nah, you the only one. I gave it I gave it half an episode. You gave it half an episode. Yeah. My man with the fucked up eye that played. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. giving me those vibes, those type of cops. It's not that smart, just there being police, not really adding anything to the story. Of course, that changed at the end of the episode. I was about to five. say, I think Omar picks it up here, though. I think yeah, he, I, I, towards I think strong, I hope he has a stronger second half. <laughs> His first half was trash. Oh, my God. I think he'll pick it up. He, he He's had the health diagnosis, and yeah. uh, we had that bombshell at the end of and episode that, five. That nigga that took that news terribly, bro. You're about to die, my nigga. Like, come on. Give me a little bit hey. more than that, bro. I hey, think that's man. supposed to be that's supposed to be what he's conveying. Like he's cool with it. Like it's like yeah, right, he like, full of shit, man. man. He ain't conveying. No sweat, correct. man. No sweat. <laughs> okay. Now another bad thing that I'm taking away from this that ear scene with my man that my me to my newfound knowledge, Joey Badass <laughs> the gangster, cut my man ear off. Boy, that was god awful. Like they made four or five. Did you guys just pay attention to how many cuts they did of it and how they kept cutting back and forth? Like his ear was on, and then they'll show the Joey Badass and his ear will be off, and then they'll go back and his ear will be back on. Wait, what? No. Yes. Check it You're out. The only one to peep that. Right. Again, check out the editing of it. And I seen this in one time. This ain't me <laughs> being picky or nothing. <laughs> the nigga ear was on and off five times in the scene. And it was only one cut. It was only just one cut off, bro. Like, oh. is his ear going to be on or off? Hey, man. You got to make you gotta make changes with COVID, dog. That's all I can say. <sighs> COVID got you making changes. But again, yeah. I'm here picking. I, I like to see the black people on TV, man. What do you guys think about the getting back into that music aspect? Do you trust... Lulu's girlfriend. What kind of what's her show? And, um, and also going into Lulu's girlfriend, famous is was his sister, niece. Yeah, his whatever. Sister, what do y'all yeah. think about famous and his sister? 
that that's a throwaway character. It's famous. Like he's <laughs> right. yeah. so you wanna talk about throwaway character. I don't famous need stuff. none. I, I don't need famous to say more than three words of the show, bro. Like that is <laughs> it. Like he he's just a lot. Like he's a he's a every time he come on the scene, it's like ah, oh, he's a lot. But I <laughs> that get has it. to be a New York thing, man. Like we yeah, from all that's down what I'm saying. South. Like, I get it. That gotta be some New York shit to do. I don't want to speak out of turn. I don't know if he's Puerto Rican or yeah, I know what you mean. I don't though, know like, Dominican. Yeah. I don't know what he is, but the Latin loud boisterous dude has to be a New York thing because we're not used to that down south. Because that ain't nah, you're right. Ain't with that. <laughs> the black people with the black people, and he would have yeah. been with his people. That's just so, what we would have seen. But yeah, but that, 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 sister, that's, I think that's gonna be like a she's she's definitely for the streets and she's gonna prove it. Like she's mm-hmm. definitely yeah, she oh no, I think she's working for him. I think that he's She's being slick, and we're supposed to think that. But yeah. I think in the end, whatever she got going on is gonna help Lulu. Oh, help Lulu. I, okay. Yeah, I, I watch Power Lou. I'm gonna be real. Ah, they ain't that. I don't, they, I don't know if they writers that good. They, these are different writers. These are definitely different writers. But I watch Power. They, they don't do that. Deflect. They don't do that part well. They don't That's do funny. the uh, <laughs> the layered That's character having multiple <laughs> persons. They don't do that well. Shoes uses what you see, what you get. That's what okay. So, so she is from the double cross the shit yeah, out of this. Yeah, I think Lulu. that's maybe what's about episode to happen. seven or eight. She do some wild shit about episode seven. Or eight. Super predictable. Yeah, yeah. Power right. don't do that well. They don't do surprise. I'm really the cop. They don't do that well. Yeah, yeah. When you see it, when you see it, that's what it is. You ain't no damn. I'm surprised by. It. Yeah. So okay, well that goes right into my next question. Then before we move on to the next uh, segment of this. The bodega dude, clearly he's about to shuck the shit out of somebody, right? He's gonna a man die. in the bodega. Yeah, my man in the bodega is gonna die. Let me tell you how this. Right. Yeah, I was gonna I was say, to let say, me tell I you how this is gonna play out for him. Oh, I think I can get over on these niggas. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that they were coming this strong and they're gonna kill him. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Open the he don't make out of season one at all. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. right. <laughs> it looked like that's how that was gonna play out, and then you put me on but the power structure. So I see that's exactly how it's gonna play out. Yeah. He's gonna do some real stupid thing he can get over. Well, his nuts grew in two episodes. The nigga yeah, went man. from not saying anything to oh, I want a bigger piece of the cut. Yeah. You, ain't, you literally ain't done shit. A nigga yeah, from man, opening the door. I, 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 I'm, on my, I'm on the cut of the pie, you know what yeah. I'm like, wait, what? That nigga told him you better get out here on this block with us, my nigga. You want more. <laughs> right. That was one of the best lines of the series. He said, My nigga, you want more than that. You, you welcome to come out here and join us. Right. Yeah, you gotta get to work, bro. Yeah, yeah I, I like I like Marvin's comic relief, man. I like his I like Marvin's comic relief. What y'all think about him and the white girl? Is that too much? No. I don't, oh, I don't know man, what they're trying this, to do. Like it's like real white like, girl. Goodness. That joke pieced out, didn't he? Right. Was, I didn't get that. I like. I thought they was building something. <laughs> just said, I'm out. Like, wait. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, I get the whole, like, I don't want to do nothing serious, blah, blah, blah. But he was, he came on too strong not to want nothing serious. Yeah, like, he, he was acting like that was, she was going to be like, you know, hey, a white man. Nubian queen. Hey, That's what he yeah, was acting like. We don't cuddle, B. We don't cuddle, B. And I'm said, out. What happened to, hey, another great line in the series. How, where, where those niggas at? That you right. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> those are great line. Another great line too uh concerning the, the white dog, girl. Man. Man, that's what dog. I was about to say. Another great line concerning the white girl when uh they asked Rocky about the dog. She's like, What dog? I don't even know who that bitch is. Oh, y'all talking about? Yeah, I killed that bitch. I don't even remember it. I feel like that was a great, great one too. Um 
<laughs> Lastly, in character breakdown, and we start moving to our best and kind of just getting into wrapping this thing up for the storylines. Symphonique, man. What about the it? fucking bartender with the masters that knows yeah. everything about every building in New York City? Renaissance if I was Kane and I would have been mad too. This nigga sitting in his drawers in my computer, dude. Come For on, sure. Bro. Oh, absolutely. You mad? You mad because the nigga ain't no like four years older than you, yeah. and he's knocking your mom down. That's what you And it's a lot, bro. And like this breaking nigga your mom is off. a lot to be a bartender, bro. Like yeah. this nigga teaching a class on the side. Yeah, Renaissance man, man. I'm hey. like, man, this dude is doing everything. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm like, how is he? How is he teaching drivers ed and moonlighting in the bar? That's a bartender too. Community activist. Right, ass right. Nigga. Get the fuck out of here, niggas. This is, the, this, is the, this is one of them Tyler Perry niggas. This is one of them <laughs> created player ass niggas. Like, nigga, come on. And come his on, name Luis. was like Symphonique Monet Basquiat or some shit like that. Man. Yeah, come man. on, oh. we know we know that guy, Lou. Yeah, he's the most. With this is the most extra character. In the series, and I disagree with you, Jeff. I do not know that guy. This is the most fabricated guy in the world. <laughs> guy don't exist. Okay, this here's, guy how, don't exist. here's how you know this guy, Lou. Here's how you know him. He's the guy that teaches the after school program. Mm. That he may not be a bartender in Nashville, but he definitely works for the center. He went to and he's going to school through the day. Go to Nashville Tech. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and he got a baby mom that nobody really know about. So you know him. He just don't, the bartender thing is what's throwing you off. But let me tell you, you know what him. he ain't doing. He ain't fucking no queen pen. I tell you that much. He ain't getting that off. But Roxy been real aggressive in that relationship. She saw what she wanted and she definitely went after it. That's how that was. She's like what she saw. That's yeah, one million percent. Like yeah, he just, we, we, we gonna be men about this. We've all been there. We all res- shot our coverage once or twice. Yeah. And, and realized yeah. I, I ain't supposed to be here. That's what, it is. Right. Man. That's what I respect. Was. I respect her tenacity. Yeah. She that can't, situation. She can't <laughs> I respect <laughs> it. Jesus. 100%. So those are some of my favorite characters. Some of what we've taken away from episodes one through five. Notice we didn't even mention the chick that Kanan has a crush on. I can't even remember her name. Before I move on, I want to touch on that though. That plays. That plays. I think that plays out as the season goes on. She, no, she's gonna uh, Davina, Davina, Davina. That's it. Like, shout out to this young lady, man. She's very attractive. I just don't think that that's the she. That wasn't cast right. Like to for Davina to be more memorable, I think you just needed a different. Like she could have been Davina's best friend. And I, it ain't got anything to do with her appearance as far as looks. I'm just talking about her personality. Like she's, uh-huh. like she ain't the, she's not in. And when I'm thinking '90s D girl dating the D boy, big earrings, braids, I don't get Davina. I get that being Davina's best friend is trying to talk some sense into her sometimes. See, I don't think she's supposed to be that though. Okay. I, so I she's think she's supposed the, to- the biggest <laughs> drug dealer in their school. But see, I don't. But I think she's supposed to be. But she liked Kanan. So she ain't really about, she ain't really about what dude, you know, we've she been shucking this girl since too. the second grade, according to Jukebox. That's what I'm saying. So dude that she dated ended up becoming that dude. She didn't date ah, him because he was that dude. I see she was just there when it came, when it happened. I so so she, I don't think she's supposed to be the fly girl. She was supposed to be the good girl to go to school that slipped up and got pregnant. Hmm, okay. And got to take care of her family. Like, and then Kanan, 
where he develops his never love nobody from because she gonna end up fucking him over. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. As your prediction, so, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. She, she, maybe not even on purpose, but she gonna end up saying something's gonna get him hurt. What's he already had? She already set him up, right? We seen that in the first five episodes. She told him what a stash. She told Nick what a stash house was. She didn't know it was a stash house though. She said she seen him out there. Bro, she know she wasn't supposed to say nothing. She also like she, 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 she you, you said this and you finished. make a great point. It's power showing what power does in the structure. Like, yeah, I ain't finna hide it. Like, yeah, she did this once and it's going to get more serious and yeah. she's going yeah. to do it again. Yeah, definitely. She's gonna be his, she's gonna be Kanan downfall, most definitely. Mm. Yeah. So that leads into our let's talk about storylines and move off of characters. The whole storyline that gets Kanan into quote unquote the mix when they kill Buck 50 or whatever the fuck that nigga name was, Buck 100. <laughs> When they kill Buck him, twenty man, awful name by the Buck Twenty is one of the worst nicknames I've ever heard in my life. I agree with the police captain on that one. He's like these, he should have said these niggers in their name. That would have been funny as shit. But he said these kids, a Chinese hey, dude saying these niggers in their name would have been funny, and y'all know it. Hey but, man, this this is not the wire, man. This is God. This is yeah. You definitely we went full wire with that, like. <laughs> That was Rawls 100%. Right, wasn't that was definitely Rawls. <laughs> but what w- what about that story? In a room full of black people when he said it, though. Yeah. And, and kept it, keeping it moving. Like, yeah. I, what, what did I say? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> heard you guys use it all the time. <laughs> what do you guys think about, like, some, what are these, some of your favorite storylines, starting with the one that kind of got Kanan into the game and got him interested and people paying attention to him? The murder about the block. Do y'all think that was doing too much? Is that spot on for what we're looking for in this series? I think that was probably the most power, like actual power story plot of what was going on. Like that was a lot had to go, I guess, right for that murder to happen. That's a right. And then for Kanan to react the way he did, like just spitfire, like emotional, go to kill his home. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a lot, so much had to happen for that to go the way it did. But so I'm with that storyline. I get it. But my fate, I'll be honest, my favorite storyline is either A, Rock and Kanan. Like that whole her trying her best mm. to keep him out, then saying, you know what? Fuck, let me teach you how to cook this dope. Mm. <laughs> from, from season one, from episode is, one to well, five. Wait, what'd you say? This is a great stopping point because I wanted to touch on that with you guys. Okay. So when we joke and we're talking about TV shows and black TV shows, especially. When you see Kanan itching to get into the game as he was, do you feel like that's realistic? And before you answer, I want to compare it to a more realistic show, in my opinion, Snowfall. When you have a young Franklin trying to get into the game, but he's trying to get into the game based off the story that we hear all the time. I need it. My mom's needed this. I wanted these things. I want the freshest nigga. So I wanted to have these things. I wanted to live a better life. Kanan got it good, bro. There's no reason this nigga should be like, put me in the game other than just being a spoiled little brat. Every scene, this nigga got the freshest gear. He got the J's on. Like you really are one of the niggas that don't have to do this, but it is the family business. Do you guys think that this is realistic? What, What do you take away from that? 
Well, yeah, well, I tell you what I took away from it and and Kanan explained it. He said, you know, if something happens to you, then what? Yeah. Mm. Meaning, you know, if Rock gets yeah. killed, arrested, yeah. what is he gonna do? So yeah. he didn't he didn't have any other trick or trade going on for himself. Like you just said, he's just a little spoiled brat, pretty much. He gets right. everything his mama give him, which is that's fine. It is what it is. But yeah, I mean, he's wanting to step up and I guess be a man in a sense. Mm. So you that's a great point, watch, but and I agree with that hundred percent. And then I also kind of piggyback off that by saying he's a spoiled brat who has everything he wants, who doesn't need the game, but wants to be in the game. Who does that sound like? Hmm. What did he oh. tell Tariq in the car when he first started messing around with Tariq? He said, you and me are a lot more alike than you think. Mm. So they're basically showing, they're building the Kanan character up, showing like how he's he Tariq. Tariq. He's basically just Tariq. And that's how and that's how he and Tariq end up being cool. It's how he end up looking out for Tariq because he was he was that character growing up. I didn't have to be this way. I chose to be this way because I wanted to be in the game. Just Great like Tariq. And I think the importance of shows and stories like these is because it does start to add another layer into the storytelling of like black stories. Yeah. And it ain't always out of necessity that a nigga pick up a pack. Yeah. Sometimes it's because I, I'm nigga, I see you doing it. I see mom's uncle cousin whoever doing it i don't need it they buy me everything i need but still i want to be the man yeah and that's what canaan i think is going through and like i'm bringing up snowfall again and making the comparison i don't think that franklin's entry into the game was the same thing it wasn't as much as i want to be the man as it was damn my mom breaking her back for this white dude i know of a better way Mm -hmm. So I, I really like the differences in those two stories, both of them being struck, of course, drug game stories, but the drastic differences in those two around the same time frame. Yeah, man. Hey, man, it's 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 enough out there for everybody, man. You can enjoy <laughs> Snowfall and you can enjoy Raising Cane <laughs> and, and not have, have to compare to contrast, B. Take it off. <laughs> Definitely can take it off. That, uh, what are some other storylines? That stuck out to you guys uh in this well i can man well right now my favorite storyline is the jukebox storyline and that, and that's just because i see how she is now and i see how she is gonna end up but at the same time though you know with the with the uh with the lesbian relationship and um really just seeing her transformation because right now we only see juke as someone that sells bootleg clothing you know, she may get her hands dirty here and there, but she loves to sing. That's like her passion, wants to be a singer. And, you know, she, she's not a violent person at all right now. Mm. But at the end of episode five, we see a pivotal moment where, you know, it, it, the whole situation of, of um, that white family throwing, really just talking bad to her, talking to her like she ain't Bruh. shit. And you know, it's 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 like you can see a shift of she's yeah. about to be like, well, she's turning into that I don't give a fuck kind of person, not only about other people, but about life in general. Facts. Two things they try to throw the rape on her. Her mom, like the yeah. Karen came in there and yelled, Karen. rape was nuts to me. She that was crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> And also, but, man, she definitely has the short end of the stick with uh my man being her pops. 
Man, that's rough. Like, man, that nigga being your Marvin, daddy. Marvin, Marvin, Marvin. <laughs> Imagine that nigga being your daddy, man. So, yeah, that's his real short That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a whole. Hey, man, Mar- Marvin, Marvin tried to give his baby girl a ride home. She's like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> your own daughter? Damn. Look at that show, daughter, dude. <laughs> That's like, funny no, I'm, good. I'm, I'm straight pops. I'm straight pops. Right. You, you a wild nigga. I ain't even getting in the car with you, pops. <laughs> I, I'm trying. I gotta go to school tomorrow, bro. Man. I know this ain't gonna end well. I already know how this gonna go. I ain't even hanging with pops today. I don't know yeah, where this man. gonna go. You know you gotta be messed up if your own baby girl don't want to ride with you, man. man no boy, time, you bro. out. You out here. Out here when your <laughs> your daughter don't want to get in the car, nigga. That's nuts. But yeah, that those are the that was a that's a good storyline for me. Uh Jukebox. I definitely like that. Uh, again, throw away with my man famous. I, I ain't feeling that at all. I Not think famous. Locke, get him out of here. Get him out of there. Kill him off. Uh one of my favorites <laughs> also was the acquisition of the apartments on top of each other. Yeah. Where mm. do y'all think that they're going with that? Like how big what's that going to play in the next six through ten episodes? That's the Carter. Like that's their, their way of they can't. We don't want to compete for your corners. We that's want New Jack to, City. Yeah, we're gonna bring it all to us. We ain't mm. gonna compete for no corners. We're gonna bring it all to us and keep it out the street where nobody know what's going on. It's smart in theory, especially for the nineties. Hell, ain't no social media or no. Yeah. And it kind of shows, device. like you said, it's it's right before New Jack City, so it kind of yeah. shows where that idea will come from. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's it makes sense to me. I mean, giving dude the money and forcing them out. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is what great. it is on that. But <laughs> that was great. I like giving the maintenance dude like my nigga. I'm gonna pay you for this. You figure it out. I don't give <laughs> right. fuck how you get these people out of here, my nigga. But, but I want this pocket full of money below it. You gonna have to make figure yeah, it out. Yeah, you you it. just make it happen whatever <laughs> need to happen. I love that. Rock a boss though. I like seeing yeah. a strong female character in this role. And one of the other things that I also like, her brothers don't really challenge her on that. They don't. Like they know that she got she the, the woman with the plan, so we're gonna roll with it, sis. And she's and not the oldest. Of course, Marvin's an idiot, but <laughs> he can't be in charge. So. Yeah, Marvin, he's too much of a loose cannon. And he, and he knows it. He, he knows. has to resign. He has to resign leadership and be like, okay, you got it. Yeah. Uh, but I think it, it's, it shows to her leadership how Lulu follows her as well. He, he don't really question mm-hmm. her. Even when it came to popping Kane and Homeboy, what did you guys think about that? Whew, and that, that one kind of came out of left field uh, in the beginning. I was like, where are they going with this? You know, they played that great. Yeah, yeah. Man, they, they they played that to a T. So uh, it, it was one of those things. It was, it was it was a part of the game, and it had to be done to show Kanan that, hey, ain't no friends in this, bro. If you want to be out here wilding and doing your own thing, hey, this is something that could happen because you, you, you're getting people involved that don't need to be involved. Yeah. Does Kanan know, though? He don't know, right? He don't know right, right, not, 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 right. I don't, I don't think he knows yet. He knows. Y'all he think he's gonna find out if they go? He don't know who did it. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, he know he did, but he don't know who done. Exactly. 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 Big Jeff, did you have something for that? No, I was agreeing with Watch Man. That was that was spot on. What Watch was saying, like, um, and then as far as K, well, go ahead. I know what you're gonna say. I, I'll let you. No, I, I'm, I'm, I was off. Of, I was for the move to the last thing. That's why I was saying. Go, you go ahead. Yeah. Okay. And the biggest, I think, storyline and what's taken us in two, six through 10, was that one and anything that you guys wanted to hit on before I just touch on this next one? I feel like right probably here. the biggest. Mm, so the Omar Epps being Kanan's dad. 
<laughs> kind of gives you a whole new perspective going into the series. And also, there really weren't a lot of twists at the end of these episodes. Usually, you get some cliffhangers in a series like this where you want to tune into the next one. And in our binge society nowadays, at the end of the episodes, they put it where you want to go right to the next one. To me, episode five was the first episode where you're like, oh, okay, damn, I want to immediately know what happens next. And of course, they put that in front of a week's so hiatus. Right. So great, great job by you guys for that. 50 cents. Ah, they definitely got us there. Did you? I, I tell you when I picked up on it, and you guys tell me kind of piggyback off of when you guys picked up on it. When he arrests Kanan for the bullshit fight and <laughs> takes his blood sample, and they do the the, the zoom in, look at the blood, and then I was like, oh, okay, this is a shuck coming with this. I don't know what it is. I'm assuming that they're related, but I think that there's a shuck coming with this. What did you guys see when that whole thing played out? I'll say, um, and this is no lie, um, because I watched Power and I watched Ray, I watched uh, Tariq and all that. So I automatically expect the worst every time something happens. Mm. So when Rock gave Omar Epps' character a drop to to how to arrest uh Joy Badass, not arrest, but uh, not yeah. kind of pick their drugs up and all that. I said they used to mess around. <laughs> like I said, it did. Like I, I figured right right there and there, like they That's was power. Like, That's she power kind of sore right there, nigga. She you knew where it was. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Your power kind of sore. You knew where it was going. I missed all of that. But if you think about it, he was too respect. He's way too respectful to her. Like he he knows who she is, and I get it. You don't want to bust her for nothing. Like you want to make it work. But he also was just like he like he treats her like she's somebody. Mm. You know what I mean? And so it the way it played out was like I get it now. And so when it happens, when they, like you might watch it, the zoom in or loose at the zoom in and all that. It's like ah okay, I I see where they go. Knew with. where that was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Watch what you think. Did you see him being Kanan's dad? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that coming, man. I'm just interested in in where they're gonna take that storyline. Uh, yeah, that is interesting how that one's gonna play out. Before we move on to the last part of this, though, I do want, like, how do you rein in Kanan's? what he's doing because he clearly already made this deal for this block and I got this going on and then you go shoot the nigga. Now I get robbed. You take it upon yourself to point out the wrong motherfucker. Get the fighting with him. Go get locked up behind it. Like who can rain Kanan in and be like, hey bro, you're doing entirely too much right now. I think I don't think he gets reined in. That's the thing. Right. I think I think mom continues to try to spoon feed him, and you can't spoon feed him. Like you got to get you got to give it all approach, to him. though, right? Like you don't you doing too much, little nigga? Uh, no, you're right. He's yeah. doing way too much. Doing but way that's, too much. that's because he has no guidance. There's nobody telling me. Think about it. Unk is riding him around. Marvin is riding him around. Got him going to the stash house, and mom is trying to spoon feed him. Bro, the He's handling both extremes. The <laughs> handling of the next kingpin of the South Jamaica Queen is nuts to me. Cleaning <laughs> out the stash house, uh, having a nigga cook rocks at fifteen, like bro, 
I'm preparing you for leadership, not to be on the block, my nigga. Like, ain't no need. Like, I promise you the last thing if Canaan was my son needs to know how to do is cook crack. You might need to know how to weigh it. You need to know how to sell it. You need to know who to sell it to. But I promise you, my nigga, the the, the everyday putting that shit together, you don't even need to worry about this. And that should have been the conversation that she has with him. Like, this, this is the least of your concern. But he gotta know how to do, how to make the donuts. He gotta know how to make them. The yeah, owners, yeah. the owners of Coca Cola, like their their kids don't know the recipe. But I guarantee you, they know how to sell Coke, nigga. <laughs> they know how they know how the business run. They don't know how to go down there and make that shit though. Like I, I just don't. She ain't. If this is the dude, if this is supposed to be the guy, y'all not grooming him correct. He's not being groomed correct. Oh well, yeah. Well, no, well, no. And yeah. I think this done by design. I mean, you know, it's it's not gonna be. Perfect. It's how you turn into Canaan, no. and that's what yeah, you right. guys keep reminding me of. And I think that's the beauty of having the the, the dynamic of, of being able to talk about this because I don't, I haven't really seen him play all the way out. I watched Power, but didn't really pay attention to it. Okay. But Jeff, you knowing how it always plays out, I guess these are the roads that have to be taken to get Canaan because he's the not guy the that we seen in Power. He's not the kingpin. He's the right. loose cannon. He's, he's, the he's nigga Uncle Marvin. Wondering, like, why are you doing Because, yeah, again, in the power, he was a nigga that did too much, right? Yeah. You're doing so too much. Exactly. So they ties right uncle. into this shit. Like, yeah. bro, what are you doing? <laughs> Sit your ass down somewhere. Yep. Yeah, yeah it makes perfect sense. All right, man. Before we get out of here and take you guys to the last six through 10 episodes of this and let you know when we're coming back and do all of that good stuff, I want to know what you guys are looking forward to. I want to get a most value performance from you. And I want to get some predictions for episodes six through 10. So I'll start with you, Big Jeff. Tell me what you're looking forward to the most in these next four episodes. Five episodes. I'm looking forward to jukebox spiraling out of control. Mm. (laughs) Like, I think that's going to be like one of the main things. And I think even though we know Omar Epps, well, she didn't really admit that he's the son. Like he says it, and then she kind of plays it off. No, I think she told that's him he was. She told him he was crazy. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. we know, like, it's probably gonna play out. Yeah, that's your son. Nigga. Yeah, I can see that playing out. Like ep- the, the last episode of the season, Omar Epps and Fifty and Kanan have this big blow off, and then he realizes that's his son, and da 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 da. Like that's gonna be like the main underlining thing to go on as the season plays out. Mm that jukebox and probably something between Marvin and Nick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What you got for us? What are you looking forward to the most? Yeah. I'm just looking forward to, to the growth between rock and Canaan seeing where that goes. Cause like you said, he's being totally mishandled right now. So to be curious to see uh, <laughs> how that wraps up as far as the end of this season, um, you want a prediction? We'll wait, we'll wait for predictions after okay. we get the most valuable performance. Just what you're looking on the lookout for. For me, I'm I'm looking yeah, to see it. more Lulu. Uh, I'm looking to see where they're going with the music story. Yeah, and I think I think the guy that's playing the the character here from Snowfall, he's doing a magnificent job of uh, from that character that we've seen in Snowfall. Like, this is a 100 better in my opinion. Uh, so I'm looking forward to him getting more screen time and kind of this playing out as to. Um, where it goes in episode six through ten, my most I, valuable. I, I thought it was dope they added Quincy as the the you know the music engineer dude. Record yeah, producer. yeah, that was, that was fire. That was, that was <laughs> a cooler ad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cooler. I'll be sure looking. Hey, yeah. 
Yeah, that dude looked just like his daddy, boy. Definitely. Hey, Dang. one of the best scenes was the white dude over speaking his turn. Like, nigga, you ain't even paying us, bro. You probably <laughs> like, man, but what? I've been making albums and shit, nigga. You ain't even breaking no bread, nigga. <laughs> that was a good-ass scene right there. Going to my favorite character um, of the first five episodes, I think this is easy. It's a layup. It's rock. Uh, she's done a great job. Uh, all of her storylines are hitting. Uh, regardless if the storyline is actually good or not, her being <laughs> affiliated with it is making it go. And I'm speaking specifically to the bartender and her. I do not care about any of that. <laughs> Shots, literally. <Sure. laughs> but yeah, that that I think that she's doing a great job and is 100% the MVP of episodes one through five. Who's your MVP at Stop Washington? Uh, Rock as well, man. And she's She's been killing it. She's the main focal point. So I'm going to go with Rock too. Um, just to kind of break it up a little bit, I agree. Rock is probably number one. I'll say Jukebox number two, and I'll go with yeah. Jukebox is probably my MVP because, like that, that was a character like which when it, when it came on the screen, they said her name. I said, "That's right, that is his family." And then how mm-hmm. they keep breaking, I was like, oh, "Okay, I like that. I like, like what mm-hmm. you doing?" Yeah, yeah, man, I love yeah. Jukebox. Yeah, you guys are a lot higher on Jukebox than I am. I would. <laughs> <laughs> and and really and, I, and I'll be honest with you the reason why you're not high on her because you don't know where she where she ended up yeah yeah that, that is a fact I do not remember where she ended up at and she was cold in power yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I may start back watching power to find her in the series just because now y'all bigging her up it's about season three or four season I got to all right, prediction run. time. Oh, she pops up. She pops up right when he gets out of the out of the burning building. The season after I that, remember, she, I remember she, seeing her, but I don't remember <laughs> like I can't remember what went on though. I remember she I got set you. a nigga up, and I, that's kind of why I lose. Got but she set the person up. But I'm, a, I'm, a, I think I'm gonna double back on that since y'all bigging her up like that. <laughs> uh, it is prediction time. Prediction time, man. What do you guys see happening in six through ten? You don't have to lay the whole layout for me, but just something that you think is going to jump off the screen to you that you'd be like, I told you so. Uh, I'll go. Um, I think Rock's going to jail. Mm. That's yeah. a big one right there. I, I, think- I think she's going to jail. I don't think they're, because we, we, I mean, we don't know how she passes away, but we know she obviously dies. Yeah. I'm not ready to go there yet. Yeah. Uh, I, I not think- season one. Yeah. Right, yeah, not season one. <laughs> Okay. I, I don't think these spinoffs have a long life. Like I don't think three seasons be, max. It can't yeah, I don't think we got that, five right? seasons of these spinoffs. So I goodness, think, I hope not. Like <laughs> man, you you start getting into season five of this, it's like, bro, what are we doing? When when does the nigga turn into fifty cent? Exactly <laughs> right. She not even caning no more. Like when do the nigga like change for real? <laughs> So I think these may have three seasons tops. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I would say my prediction for this, I think Marvin dies. Mm. I think I think Nick killed Marvin. I think that that that's that's how they that's that's like the big like blow off of this season is that 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 rivalry gets out of hand and Marvin dies. I like that one. I could see that one happening too because of the big character that uh, Marvin is. Mine has to do with um, Omar Epps and, and um, Kanan. I, I think that that's so, so much of Kanan's identity is tied into being his dad's son, who he think his dad is now. Mm-hmm. That being revealed that he's a cop's son 
I think to what you guys are saying plays a lot more into 50s character than we've seen anything so far. Once he gets the realization, and I think it's going to happen in this season, that, oh, that dude is my dad, my whole life's a lie, he really going to flip out. I think that's what turned the, the switch off as opposed to anything else that happened in the game, uh, and I can't wait to see that fall out. Nice. Guys, I really appreciate you joining. This is fun. This is fun, yeah. man. We do the cane in the yeah. Hey, like hey, hey, Jill. Hey, Jill. Hey, 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 hey. I think we may be converting a little. <laughs> you might be, might be. You're gonna be watching Tariq hey, in man. no time. Right. Succession <laughs> starts next week. I won't watch another episode of this. I'll let you know that <laughs> right now. But succession is not here to October. So hey, we're locked in, man. Episode six through ten. We're gonna include the finale. We appreciate you guys joining us. I look for all the stuff in your social media feeds. This will be dropping. Uh, we'll let you know when it drops. Check out, check us out on FSP. Check us out on Cognac and Cashmere. Check us out on the On Deck TV podcast. We're going to promote this in those places and give you the dates of when it will be dropping, man. Support the real. As always, we are out. Oh, real quick, before you cut us off. Real quick. Theme song. What do you think about the theme song? Oh, my God. Well, actually, it ain't that bad. Okay. I meant to talk about the theme song on the top. The theme song ain't that bad, though. 50 got a little market right here, really. He should start writing theme songs for shows. Jingles. He need to to hop in the jingle market. (laughs) Nigga can't make hits to albums no more, but he definitely can write the little two-minute jingle for you. I'm with that 100%. And next time when we come back, watch, I know you wanted to talk about the kicks and the shoes and the fashion. (laughs) My nigga having the great uh, five zone was fucking nuts (laughs) in the 90s. Uh, but we'll that touch was, on that. Come in on the back. But that nah, was nah, nah, it, 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 Right, right. I mean, those those came out in the night. It was the fact that they had the jump man on the back, though. That's, ah, that was the problem. That, that was that, that that's what pissed me off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, they that had the jump man on. Yeah, that, that was the problem. Because that and was I'm, actually right on. That was, it was out. Yeah, they was out yeah. at that time. Yeah. Kana had too much money for his forces to be looking like that, too. Them was some bad looking forces. Them was dead, bro. That was at least the 10th or 11th wear. They were done. That was hey, third those were washed. done. That's a third or fourth toothbrush on them. Yeah, like, them been hit. Oh, yeah, you been hit them with the spray in there. Like, bro, them, them done. Throw them away. And that man didn't have spray back then, man. You didn't even hit with the toothbrush. Toothbrush back then. Yeah, that was water with the toothbrush. But that, that didn't <laughs> save them. That definitely didn't <laughs> save them, man. Hey, man, this has been Canaan Academy brought to you by the Realville Media Network. I am Spike Lou. We appreciate you guys joining us. We out. Earth.